Welcome to the Financial Advisors Edge Podcast, a show created by financial advisors for financial advisors. Are you ready for some straight talk about building and growing a financial services practice? Four advisors in different states at different firms that have each built $100 million plus practices from scratch the right way through hard work, doing the right thing, and having fun while doing it. It's time for you to get the edge. Here are your hosts, Brad Warhurt, Jeff Copeland, Jim Martin, and Greg Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to the Financial Advisors Edge podcast. My name is Jim Martin. I'm joined by Greg and Brad. We are talking today about real wins, wins that we've had in our practice, what we've done to to close those wins, and and hopefully you can take some of these nuggets yourself and apply them to your practice. By the way, we're not going to just talk about all the good stuff. We'll also talk about maybe some misses along the way. And we're you know we're only a we're only a month into the year, but um you know it's it's hard to believe we're not quite 10% there, but we're pretty close to 10% of the year over when we record this. And uh, wow, wow, guys, it's going to be 2024 before we know it. So you better track your wins and stay on top of it. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to make sure people know how to connect with us. You can always reach us on Facebook. We do have a Facebook community. Uh, Just go out there and type the Financial Advisors Edge podcast or financial advisors edge community and you will find us join us we've got a thriving vibrant community of advisors sharing and growing together in addition to that you can always reach us on the web at thefaedge.com again that's thefaedge.com and by the way guys we always love five-star reviews. We don't like four-star. We don't like three-star, two-star, one-star. But if you want to leave us a five-star review, do it on Spotify, do it on Apple, and we really, really appreciate that. Now, with all that said, let's get started. Because, you know, the one thing I think about in this business is, you know, if, if you've been an advisor for a while, you're, you're kind of on an island. You know, your wins, you don't get to brag about them. And I want you to know, like, if you're an advisor and you want to brag about your wins, we'll have you on the show. In fact, we are going to have one of our one of our uh, listeners from the podcast community, uh, come on our next one. But I want to talk about some wins, and I want to kick it over to Greg because Greg um, Greg loves to pat himself on the back about his big wins. I'm, I'm only teasing Greg. Greg is really one of the most humble guys I know, so I, I felt like I was going to have to claw this out of him. But Greg, how's your year going? Tell us about some of the wins you've had. Yeah, so th- this year, you know, we're recording this towards the end of uh, January here, and uh, man, I hope this year continues the way it started. Uh, you know, the market's popped up a little bit, of course. So that's that's uh, making everybody happy. But I mean, as far as the new business, the referrals, um, business that that I actually thought that I wasn't going to get, um, it, it just, man, it just seems like I, I hit a home run with with everything. Not, um, not bragging, but um, it's sometimes I, I surprise myself. That's great. That's great, buddy. So, like, give us a, a, a uh, can we talk tonight? Give us a specific on what you've accomplished. Tell us what you've done. Like, put that into context so you can make me jealous. Yeah. Um, so, so towards the end of last year, uh, well, first of all, you know, I, uh, I I'm extremely goal oriented. Uh, so, kind of goals for new AUM last year, 2022. I was looking at it the other day. I, I was thirty percent higher than than my goal. So meaning, you know, once I hit my goal in twenty twenty two, I didn't stop. I kept going. Um, it, the pipeline um, kind of went through with hey those people that 
you know, had kind of been putting me off, putting me off. Oh, it's, you know, the market's down, not good time to change, this kind of thing. I I just uh, candidly uh, contacted all those people. And about, I think it was like eight out of 10 of those people said, you know what, enough is enough. Um, We're not going to wait until the the market improves or this or this or that we're we're ready to move forward um and i think it was like you know 20% to you know 20 uh, they they said uh we're, we're going to kick kick the can down the road or whatever and and they made a decision to not make a decision and those people i i pretty much just took out of my pipeline and i'll add them to my newsletter so so yeah what i did was um you know all those people from last year that were kind of still on the fence you know i um they are all move, moving forward now. We did a lot of Roth conversions at the end of the year, and those Roth conversions actually turned into some newer clients, some referrals opportunities because people are, you know, asking their brother or sister, "Oh, our our advisor's um, recommending Roth conversions. Is your advisor doing that?" And it kind of gets the wheel spinning. So we've had a quite a few referral opportunities to kind of replace the people in the, the the worst thing about this business is once you convert that 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 prospect to a client, well now you less you just lost your best prospect. It, yeah. You know they they became a client, so you got to keep that pipeline filled. Marketing so far this year has really really uh, been above average. So um, yeah, things are looking good, Jim. It's awesome. Congratulations on your success. I, I took some notes as we went through here and we'll underline those as we get through there. But I want to go over to Brad because uh, I know he's had some big wins and um, he, he was sharing those before we got started. And I want to hear all about them. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Congratulations, Greg. Uh, that's that's great to hear. Um, I'm going to say that probably I'm going to generalize my biggest win so far this year because I don't know if you guys experienced this, but it seems to me like we might as well go on vacation from the week of Thanksgiving to the week after New Year's. <laughs> like no one wants to talk to me ever then. So pretty much I'm just, you know, cleaning things up at the end of the year. But not not officially doing surge meetings, but definitely I think we've had I think we've had 40, 46 or 48 appointments so far this year. And wow. one of the things that's been a part of our agenda has been you know, we've been doing a lot of fixed annuities in lieu of bonds for the last five or six years, not for everyone, but offering it as a choice. And that actually paid dividends uh, last year. But a lot of those contracts have been out of surrender for a year, sometimes too, but we haven't really done anything with the money because rates still kind of sucked. So for any of those clients that have been in for reviews, we've been making it a point to be like, hey, you know, we can recommit, we can do one of two things. We can either put this money back in a more traditional asset allocation model using bonds, or we can re-up at a fixed annuity and and lock in a solid rate for, you know, another five, six, seven years. And it has been really well received. It's been an opportunity to get current rates in front of clients. And not only have they been appreciative of staying on top of things and knowing that you're looking out for them. But the number of clients in the last three weeks that have been like, wow, really? By the way, I have this other money. Can we add that too? Has been like, I, I, I don't know. I lost track. I mean, I don't I don't have any, you know, four or five million dollar ACATs to report, but I mean, it's been constant daily in these review meetings with people expressing their appreciation for us staying on top of things that can improve their situation and just 
hey, I have this money at the bank. Can we do something with this? So I think that's an opportunity for anyone that's listening. Um, you know, get in front of your clients and do the right thing for them. Show them you're you're not asleep at the wheel and good things just always happen whenever we go through a period like this and you're reaching out and talking to clients. It just always good news happens always. And Love seems it. true. Yep. How about so, you, Jim? Yeah. First off, congratulate. That's awesome. It, it's amazing. Actually meeting with your clients leads to more business. Absolutely. People sometimes Find forget that. their best resource. Yeah. Do you, do you guys find that too? Like, yeah, you know, when you really get, I go through these ebbs and flows of where I'm like, yeah, maybe I slack off a little. And other times I'm like really hustling. And I just feel like the more time, the more I'm talking to clients and prospects, just the floodgates open. It, yes. It's so, it's, it's so true. And, um, you know, staying top of mind, I had a lot of people, I don't know, like the end of last year, uh, switch jobs. So, I mean, it was like rollover city. I mean, it was like one after another, after another. And they're like, we got this, you know, how do we, we, we got this account and I don't want to leave it there because those guys are a bunch of jerks. And, you know, how, how do, well, you know, do I, do I get it to my new company? I would just love it if I could just give it to you, you know, let you, you know, manage it with the rest. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I did not have a, uh, a plethora of people retiring. Um, but, but yeah, Brad, you know, I, I think, um, I, I find the same thing when you meet with people, you find, it. in fact, when we meet with our clients, we, we do a financial plan and we have that on our big screen when they come in. So it's amazing when you go to the assets section of a financial plan, if you do, if you use software and if you don't have something on there, those people will tell you about it. Like they do not want to leave off their checking account or their their CD at you know Joe Schmo's one percent CD bank. So I, I think there's not really opportunity to do it. Yeah, for us, it's been a heck of a year so far. I, I don't I don't know what what's happened, but man, we've had some big ACATs in and um you know huge 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 amounts of volume coming in. And you know, I look at my goal for the year and you know we're over, you know, we're tracking what eight percent of the year completed and we've got 15% of our goal year to date done. And, and we're not, we're not even, we're not even closed all the business yet. So it's huge. And the other thing we've done that I think is really kind of fun this year is, you know, I make a huge investment on myself and my team getting coaching. And I, I recommend anybody that's out there, like if you don't make a personal commitment to get better at what you do, you're, you're just, you're leaving money on the table. And we invested in some sales training, um, with a uh, with, with a group that focuses just on financial advisor sales training, and it it did help me, but it was life changing for my guys who'd never been through it. So we've had some real wins as we kind of look out over the bow of the year, and uh, I'm I'm really guys, I'm pumped for this upcoming year. And we haven't even Brad, we haven't even got into our annual reviews yet, like you. When I I can't wait to find some of those opportunities, and, and especially for people that. You know, we met with last year when rates were low. I mean, look, if you met with people in January, February, and March last year, rates were low. You didn't have much to offer, but holy cannoli, now you do. Whether that's treasury bonds, whether that's that's municipal bonds or fixed annuities, there's great opportunities out there right now. Great for you is you kind of you kind of think about your wins. Have you uh, have you swung the bat and missed on any of these opportunities? And uh, what have you learned from it? Yeah, um, gosh, as far as misses. I, I can't, um, I, 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 you know, with the market being down last year, I lost one client and it was actually a blessing. It was somebody on my list that I'd probably fire at some point. Um, 
but uh, gosh, I maybe I'm uh, one of my one of my misses was uh, last year. Um, I I spent I I doubled down on a on a marketing venture that a marketing funnel that I. I I just should have let go. Um, that was the only really miss I've had in the last I don't know six months or so. But uh, yeah. what about you guys? You know I did. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll jump jump in real fast. I know Brad's got one too. Uh, he wants to share, but I I um I definitely did on a couple. I missed a lot of things last year. You know I got off I got off my uh, off my sales process. I'm always tinkering with my process, uh, trying to get better and better. And I ended up getting this vein and um, where a lot of people would would come in and they would say, well, thank you, Jim. This was great. And we think we want to work with you, but we need to think about it. And that think about would like go on for months. I would, I would just chase them. We had a great year. And I realized what the kink was is um, I was telling them they were okay and I wasn't finding any pain in their sales process. Like I couldn't. You know, people need not, not that they need to be forced to act, but they need some motivation to make change. All of us do. Nobody like decides to go on a diet who's like in like phenomenal shape, generally speaking. And you know, these are nobody decides to stop quitting who's not already smoking. Um, so these are things that we need motivation, and our clients do as well. So that was a big miss in opportunity thing I've resolved this year. Uh, how about you, Brad? Well, I have a recent miss. I think I already shared pieces of it with you. I don't know that it's a total miss. It's definitely a misjudgment. My junior and I had one of his very first prospects that he got in the door older guy out out in the uh the rural areas um he uh we we did a rollover for him he's retiring and this was maybe july and in, throughout this throughout the initial meetings like it went okay but he's just one of these guys you guys get him where like it's like he doesn't really want to learn, but he also just wants to continue with his own preconceived notions about how things would go. And it was like, I probably wouldn't have taken the relationship if it was just me, but it was a solid account. And it was, you know, one of my juniors, you know, first successes. So I was like, okay, he wasn't unpleasant to deal with, but he wasn't pleasant either. One of those types. And yep. his mom finally came in, um, in November and, we got together with him a couple of weeks ago just to kind of recap everything now that we're all squared away and kind of short, you know, tie things together. I'm sure you guys do similar things when you before you set somebody off on you know the annual review schedule or whatnot. And this guy says, you know, ask him how it's but it turns out in 62 days, the guy ended up being up like 11% in a moderate allocation. And that obviously is not because I'm a genius or anything, just just how it went with the market, right? And you know, ask him how, you know, how things are going in general. And he starts out telling us, you know, he's not happy and all this stuff. And it's like not directed at us specifically, but we're just shocked after the meeting. We're like, you know, what do it couldn't go any better. And we kind of told him during the meeting, like, if you're not happy now, like we need to have a discussion about where this is going to go from here. Cause it's probably not going to get any better. And um, so we talked about it over the weekend and then, we came to the conclusion that it's best for us to part part ways while he was up, while nobody, you know, just not a good thing that we wanted in the book moving forward. So we end up calling the guy and, you know, I lay it out to him, our reasons, you know, professionally. And I, I don't know if we misread him or he's BSing us, but he's just like, no, he's like, I, I think you guys are great. Like Now we had five meetings with this guy and he's miserable the whole time. And I call him to fire him. He's the nicest guy on earth. I feel terrible for calling him to fire him. 
Um, and we let it that out. You know, I apologized for misreading him and said, you know, I'm glad that glad that you're so satisfied. He blamed, you know, he blamed everything that's wrong on Biden and Putin and anybody else but us. So it wasn't a, a miss in terms of a failed conversion, but apparently a complete misjudgment on our part in viewing whether this guy was going to be a good fit and whether he's happy. Hey, pardon the interruption. Hey, if you're anything like us, you are hyper-focused on growing your practice in 2023. With that said, me and the guys have put together a world-class webinar that will help you do just that. We're going to give you our best ideas, our best ideas on marketing. What are some things you can implement right now to grow your practice? Our best ideas on sales process. How do you close more business? our best ideas on client service. How do you retain, grow your relationships for life and increase referrals without even asking for them? And finally, how do you build a scalable, world-class investment model? If you want to join the webinar, go out to 23grow.com. Again, that's 23grow.com. Register for our webinar. There's no cost to attend. It's one time only. You don't want to miss it. If you're if you're dialed into growing this year, this is for you. If you want to become a better advisor, deliver better service to your clients, this webinar is for you. So join today. Go out to 23grow.com. Now back to the show. So that's my big miss of recent times, which I suppose if that's the worst thing that happens, then things are going pretty well. Yeah, and I, I really like that you called them and had a conversation. And sometimes we sure. do misjudge people. Sometimes we, we're like, I think we're like financial therapists to a lot of people where they just get to come in and rant and rave about everything. And some of it's legit and some of it's not. But having the guts to like turn loose a nice account, that takes uh, that takes some real guts. Kudos to you and your uh, your partner for doing that. That's a that's a that's a that's a boss move right there, guy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have a maybe we'll have a more elaborate uh, section on how to fire people. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I won't hard. attend. <laughs> it's a hard. It's a hard. Uh, letting letting a client go is hard. And what you did ultimately, Brad, was you recalibrated the relationship by doing a takeaway. Like sure. all of a sudden. He probably was thinking that he could push you guys and 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 get what he wanted or or at least vent his frustration, but letting him know what the boundaries were and and where he could where he could operate in, he'll probably be a great client going forward. You should have you should have left it with like, and I expect three referrals if you're gonna stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only teasing. Now with that said, well, guys, I'm, not, I'm putting that in. That's a great plan. Yeah, yeah. Next time, <laughs> yeah. next time you talk him. You talk him out and into stain at the same time. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Brad, didn't you have a win? Uh, you had mentioned, uh, and and I don't know, um, not not your investment management style or anything like that, but it was like one of the like you were able to like pick up like where it was more profitable for you, and it it cut down your admin fee if you made some changes. That was a big oh, yeah. win, wasn't it? Yeah, we've been doing that. That's um. That's been the other big win so far this year. And it's pretty much just a platform change. It might be the, you know, we've, I'm sure most people listening have, um, you know, some platforms are better at other, at, at some things and some are better at others. And a platform like broker dealers just basically evolved to be really solid um, for larger accounts. So as part of this kind of surge meeting thing, we've been migrating people internally from one platform to another in the way that it works out. Has been that the clients pay less and we and we make more. Uh, we make no changes to the investments, no nothing, just an internal change. And so that's been a big 
big win for sure. I didn't share that initially because I feel like that's probably pretty specific to my situation. Nobody else is going to care. But the clients cared much like the other idea. And uh, the more you look out for them and proactively reach out to them to make their life better, just the stronger the relationship becomes. Yeah. So, I mean, you lower you lower the client's fees. The experience yeah. is still the same and you make more money. Like, yeah. how is that on a win for everybody? Win, right? win, it win. Is, it, it, the only loss that it is for is for the broker dealer. It Ooh, truly I, is I, feel, I feel so bad for him. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I feel bad also. And, and by the way, to our listeners, what a surge meeting is, is it's, it was kind of predicated. The idea, the conceptual idea came from CPAs who ultimately they, you know, they, 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 they just bust, bust hours out in a period of time and then essentially take the rest of the year off. I mean, that's what, that's what, how most CPAs work for three months of the year. They work like, you know, crazy amounts of hours. And then theoretically they can take all summer off and most of the fall and financial advisors adopted that conceptual idea where you, you take a, you, you do, you do pretty high volume of uh, annual reviews or we call them strategy sessions. And you meet with, you meet with your clients in these huge blocks and you, you do surge appointments. So that's what Brad's referring to, and it's incredibly useful for, uh, especially if you have a high volume business and if you want to um, scale your business so you have more time off. So if you want to build more of a uh, lifestyle business or or get that out of the way so you can focus on prospecting, it's a big deal. And clients begin to expect a meeting at that time, so it's really useful uh, blockading it. Um, guys, I want to talk about how we um, how we how we celebrate success in our practices. Like, so you know, again. You know, when we first started, we would hear like, oh, if you go and do this, go buy yourself an ice cream, which I just thought was the lamest, hokiest thing in the world. Like if I want ice cream, damn it, I'm going to go buy it right now. I don't need to like go sell something to buy it. But how do you guys celebrate your wins? Like, how, Greg, what, what do you do in that process? Yeah, I, I mean, I used to be like our friend BC. I'd go get a pizza for the family on Friday nights. Uh, doesn't He still does that, doesn't he? I, he, I think he does like, um, he, yeah, I, he does celebrate in a pretty hokey way, but it's, I think he, that's the only time he does it, which makes it probably pretty special. Yeah. And I mean, if, and if it's a big enough client, uh, he, he gets the, uh, the, the brownies to go with the pizza. Right. So, uh, it, <laughs> it, anyway, he's, um, he's going to listen to this and, uh, and, and text you about it, but yeah. Yeah. So you used to be like, you used to be kind of one of these where you're going to do a, a little special activity if it happens. Yeah, no, uh, you know, and all kidding, you know, yeah, it might be a nice dinner, you know, with a steak and a, and a beer or something like that. There was an advisor back in the day that, uh, he's now retired now and they, everybody asked him, you know, how are you doing? And, and, and he was like a top, I mean, he was like even uh, above the, the three of us sitting here. I mean, he was top, top guy. And he would say, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Every once in a while, I can afford a steak and a beer and a nice cold beer. And it, it was like, this guy's like, you know, driving like a Bentley, you know, he was doing great, but it was pretty funny to hear him say it. But, um, yeah, I, I admittedly am bad at celebrating, um, big wins like this. Um, I guess, you know, I'm one of those people that, uh, if I want something, I go get it. You know, um, so I'm, I, I don't, uh, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put money away, put money away, put my, you know, it's, it's kind of like life is good. Um, I, I, yeah, I probably treat myself more in years like last year when I exceed my goals by 30%. But, um, admittedly, I, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Uh, I, I do a crappy job of, of celebrating. 
Good. So, I'm going to have some recommendations for you here in a second. How about you, Brad? How do you how do you celebrate those wins? What do you do? How, what's that look like for you? I'm just going to go sit by Greg now and listen to you because I'm like him. I just pretty much do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> well, it, it's it's funny though because the um because you guys have had and it's only because you're so successful and you've had so many wins. Like that's really that's really what it comes down to is that you get in these positions where all of a sudden your business gets to the a size and you know, adding a million dollar accounts, cool, but does it really move your needle? I mean, not that's really. It that's what no. it is. This doesn't give you the same rush anymore because you're like, no. That you know, ten years, yeah, ten years ago when I was meeting with that million dollar prospect, I was like, man, this is gonna be, you know, if I close this business, this is gonna be very, very meaningful. But you're right, it's it's not the needle doesn't it just doesn't, I guess it doesn't excite you to the magnitude that it once did. It's still kind of exciting, of course, closing business. You know, it's just, yeah, everybody wants to get new business and make more money, but just not like you did before. So. Yeah, I mean, the guy, and you have to, just to put this into perspective, if you, if you took the three of us, our productions and put them together, you know, we're close to $4 million in production. Uh, maybe it's 3.8 between, between the three of us. And I don't know if you go out and look at most huge wirehouse teams, they would like to be there. So we, we have some yeah. pretty, we have some pretty, and I might be missing that number. I don't know exactly what everybody's I think is. You're but, missing that number. Yeah. I might be over four, but, yeah, it's over four. but either way, like f think about this $4 million in production, like a, a million dollar account doesn't get you super excited. Now here's what you can do. I think. So if you have people on your team, uh, understand they probably don't live the lifestyle as you live. And, you know, we have a real opportunity to kind of bless other people or to give to them and, uh, and really help their lives in a big way. So I, I set goals around that a lot of times. So I'm going to try to like celebrate something. I want to be able to give back to them. Like I bought my team hot tubs before, like we've taken trips to Vegas and to, um, went on a cruise. So you can, you can do like really cool things for people that, you know, a thousand dollar bonus is a huge deal with somebody making sixty, seventy thousand dollars. Like buy them things that or help them or celebrate with them. It's a great way to celebrate your win. So celebrate with your team. Let them know that how impactful and important it is. Other things, you know, guys, I'm gonna th this will this will kind of go a different direction. It's not so much celebration, it's more for the failures. Like if you set a goal and you get so lazy you don't hit it, like create some punishment in your life. Like, and it's not like real punishment. It's not like you're going to go out and like go to a German brew house and get a spanking with a paddle there. I'm just saying like, like give, like if you hate Joe Biden, force yourself to give a thousand dollars to Joe Biden. If you don't do the, uh, if, if you don't do a task or, 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 or Donald Trump, if you're on the other side, it doesn't really matter, but you can really add some pain to your life too, to force you to do things. And if you ever, if you've ever had to write a check to like AOC, um, that might hurt your feelings a little bit if you're if you're not a fan. So those are some suggestions of things that might help influence. But I'd say bring your team along on some of those. Think about like a big grandiose number. And here's how we did it. We set up a bit like what's our new asset number or or new referral number, whatever your metric you want to chase is, and put something awesome around it. We have we have a huge one right now. I won't share it right now, but we have a huge one on our team where we're striving for it. It might take us two years to get there, but when we do, uh, I've talked about chartering a chartering a plane. Of course, two of the women on my team are like, no, I don't, I don't like flying, so they do not want to get on a private jet and fly to like Vegas or something. So obviously, I work with crazy people, but um, 
but you guys could think about that. So any, um, I guess, you know, we're kind of at the point where I would, I would encourage people to like really think about celebrating your wins, focusing on them, understanding and learning from your mistakes. But I want to kind of kick it over. Um, I want to go to Brad first, cause I've called on Greg twice this, uh, this evening and I'll go over to Brad and any final thoughts as we're kind of wrapping up this, uh, this episode. Not particularly a final thought, but just to piggyback on what you were saying, I, uh, I already, I do, I do something similar with my team. And I think that's a big one, especially when you get into upper levels of production. I don't know what you have to do to move the needle for yourself because I, I'm speaking for myself. I mean, there's not really anything material in life that I want anymore. Um, but it is cool. And I can, and it, it is huge for morale to do some of those things as you hit milestones for your team. They will absolutely appreciate it. It creates loyalty. It creates motivation. Um, so I, I do that as well. And I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah, reward your team for helping your success. You're, you're, you are not going to have the level of success without other people helping you get there. So I, right. I think it's, I kudos to you for doing that. It's a huge deal. And how about, how about you, Greg? And by the way, I want to make sure I like, so nobody thinks I've got some weird kink on this show. Um, if you go to, uh, if you go to Vegas, they've got this like German brew house and they've got this like German chick that walks around with a paddle and you give her $5 and she spanks your friends. So like she paddles them. <laughs> I guess this is a German drinking thing. Greg must know all about it. So Greg, um, you can talk about the German brew house or you can talk about, you know, what are some final thoughts for you? Yeah. I've never been to that uh, that brew house in Vegas. Uh, I uh, I went to Milwaukee for a bachelor party one time, and it was same. You know, you're drinking out of a Stein and that kind of thing, and the servers are in their outfits and they're dancing on the tables, and you know they slide down the mugs. Uh, I think we're, we're talking about two different uh, <laughs> two different venues, Greg. Cut, cut. <laughs> But there, yeah, there were no paddles, uh, but, uh, but I remember, but, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, am not, um, as creative, I think as Jim, when it comes to, I, I guess I'm more, uh, you know, there's going to be a level and I, I don't know how I, you know, uh, as far as profit sharing and how you kind of share the wealth with your team members. I like the idea of, you know, putting more colors into it and being more creative with, you know, whether it's a trip to Vegas or or whatever it is. I, I think that'll that'll build more buy-in than, you know, my my idea of, oh, it's just profit sharing, right? Because some people may, maybe they want more vacation time or maybe they, you know, maybe those big trips or a hot tub or or whatever it is, is more meaningful to them. Um, so. Yeah, that that's that's really got me thinking, Jim. As far as um, you know, ideas to kind of celebrate the wins and with your team, because that you know we're we're running a business, and with without our team members, you're not going to have near the success. I I think that's one of the biggest things. Uh, you know, I think it was what last week or the week before somebody said I'm at a level of production of like four hundred or five hundred thousand dollars, and I'm I'm just driving myself wild because I'm running myself to death because I'm doing the paperwork. And it's like, hey, buddy, when you're at $400,000, $500,000 of production, you need to have an assistant. You need to have team members because you're, you're, it's going to take you so much longer to get to the top without them. So, oh, um, yeah, you're right, Greg. And think about, I, think about just to piggyback on that, if you, if you pay somebody that does that paperwork $80,000 a year, but it frees up 
20% of your time, I mean, you're going to make that back in literally no time at all. That That's a hire that pays for itself. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, guys, this has been, uh, I think this has been really good. I, I, I think, you know, again, it's hard to celebrate your wins after you get to a certain point. I think most advisors feel that way. And if you're not really materialistic and you, it's okay if you are. I mean, I'm just not like going out and buying a car. I can buy any car I want right now. Why do I want to celebrate by buying a car when I can already get what I want? I think Brad and Greg are the same way. And probably a lot of our listeners bring your team along and it doesn't have to be this massive year end trip. It can be dinner in a really nice restaurant. It can be a really cool experience. Uh, find out what they're into, reward them that way. There's a lot of really cool ideas. And I want to, I want to use my two takeaways. I took some notes here. I thought were really that I, that stuck out to me. Um, I love the idea. Greg talked about calling all the people that were on the fence. Those I'm going to think about it that we sort sometimes sort of forget about, like we bring them in and we talk to them and then, you know, we're, we're sort of shiny object people, most advisors, and you find somebody else. So calling all those people back and kind of putting your pitch back on them, I think that's great. And then, and then Brad, if, if, look, if you meet with people and uh, you find business, you will find it with your clients. Don't think you have all their assets. They've inherited money. They have money they haven't told you about. They have CDs. There's money out there. And, you, you know, if you have a, a couple hundred clients, there's millions of dollars of potential business in that book. So take advantage of it guys. Uh, thanks for, um, thanks for sharing. I want you know, to the, to our listeners back, you know, these guys are uh, hundred million dollar producers. Each of us run incredibly different practices. We don't have some, some crazy uh, sales process that each of us follow or investment model or, or anything. We're all running individual practices. And I think that's really the, one of the big wins of this podcast is you get to kind of peek behind the curtains of four different practices and see how four different advisors who have had a pretty high level of success have seen it. Uh, with all that said, we are hosting a webinar. I would love to invite you and hope you encourage encourage you to join. Go to 23grow.com and get 23grow.com. When you get there, uh, register for the uh, we- register for the webinar. We're going to share our best ideas on how to grow. More than anything, thanks for listening to the podcast and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening to the show. Check us out at thefinancialadvisorsedge.com if you want to learn more about us. If you enjoyed the content, make sure to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about us. The opinions that are expressed in the shows are that of each host only and don't necessarily reflect the opinion of the other hosts. Like the weather, our opinions can change. This podcast isn't intended to provide tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified professional. We cannot guarantee our opinions or forecasts are right. See you next week.